From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Well, the James Harden call-out of Daryl Morey in China, no longer the biggest sports story of the day. It's been completely taken over. Uh, the Blind Side, the movie The Blind Side, was all a lie. It was all a lie, and I'm not kidding. This is now taking over because Michael Orr, the subject of the movie... The the former Ole Miss great, the Baltimore Ravens great. Apparently, he didn't really make much money at all off the blind side. You know who did? No the uh, the two white adopted parents who actually weren't even his adopted parents. They never actually legally adopted him. They did a Britney Spears oh. parents esque move of being his conservators, mm. and then made all the money off the movie and off Michael Orr. So Michael Orr, all he has is his NFL money. He didn't see anything off the blind side. Off the Oscar-winning movie that Tear was made. Jerker, Sandra Bullock yeah. starring. And, and didn't honestly, Sandra Bullock win Best Actress for that? I think she... Oh, I don't remember. Can you look that up, like, Stone, well, our Hollywood reporter, Stone Lebanowitz? <laughs> yeah, I will. I mean, I'm conflicted with all of this. Right, because oh, this should be good. Oh, this should be good. Oh, no, no, go ahead. go ahead and cut the music. Go ahead. I'm, I'm curious. What, what, what exactly are you conflicted here? I, you know, and and uh, <laughs> you know, now you guys can be walking on eggshells. But should a teenager Michael Orr known the ways of the legal world? No, he he shouldn't have known the ways. But in retrospect, would he have even been given the opportunity to go play in the NFL or at Ole Miss or to make the money off of this movie without the twoies? Like, I just think that's where people should go first. Like. He wasn't going to play in the NFL without these guys. I understand, but he in. wasn't even thinking about playing football if that part of the story was true. He wasn't thinking about even going to school if that part of the story was true. Like He wouldn't have even been given the opportunities or the platform to then get to the next level and then the ultimate next level and get paid millions of dollars. Like None of this would have happened without the Tui's. So I'm a little conflicted. It was all a lie. He was never going to play in the NFL without... I don't know. I don't know. This one's tough because I know where this backlash is going to go. No, it's and it's going to become a total race thing. So here's the but thing. At least it's he was given total, an opportunity. It's not even a total race thing. It's taking advantage of a minor who right. didn't know his own rights. I understand thing. that. Because they also, I'm not even, because we don't know all the details yet, right? This is Michael Orr's side of it now, and we'll find out as the, all the legal stuff goes through. But if what they're saying is true is that they told him, hey, sign this 360 deal, this conservatorship. It's the same as us adopting you. Lie with us. Tell everybody we adopted you so we can go do this movie, do this, that, and the third, make all this money, and benefit off of your likeness, your name. Yeah, sure, you went to the NFL, but we're he benefited from it too. Brit. He benefited but from did it Did he benefit from the conservatorship, or did he benefit from them helping him in the high school to get to play football? He benefited from them coming into his life. The two can't be I think ultimately. But we don't even know that all the way. because We what don't if know you, that all the yeah, way. What He's if, the one with the God-given ability that – did they perhaps raise his profile to a point where that God-given ability was recognized? Maybe. Did they coach him? Did they guide him? No. Yeah, and like, then did they take advantage of him after? Yeah. They're not. They I understand they're taking advantage of him after, but getting him to this point, I think he owes a very high percentage of it to the two. They got him to Ole Miss. And I think Michael Orr, like many others, could have gotten into college playing, college, playing high school football. Maybe without them. But then again, I don't even remember the blind side story well enough. I don't know how much of it was fabricated because it was based on a true story. Here's the thing. If the Tuies, this this the this family, these these two, these two this married couple, it can be two different things. There can be nuance to this. They could initially 
act in his best interest and help Michael Orr, and then they can, after the fact, completely obliterate sure. the good faith that they put forward by by milking him and taking advantage of him and not including him in any of the money they were making. Yeah. Millions and millions and millions of dollars over the course of a decade. And that's where I would pump the brakes too, Stone, is like when I read the, the article, it said the kids, yeah, their here, kids are benefiting here. off of the, they're ESPN. getting cuts from the movie and they didn't cut Michael Orr yep. on it. That's a great, that, so this is from ESPN.com. The petition further alleges that the Tuies used their power as conservators to strike the deal that paid them and their two birth children millions of dollars in royalties from an Oscar-winning film that earned more than $300 million. Let me repeat that. Strike a deal that paid them and their two birth children millions of dollars in royalties from an Oscar-winning film that earned more than $300 million, while Orr got nothing for a story, quote, that would not have existed without him. That's true. In the years since... The Tuies have continued calling the 37-year-old or their adopted son and have used that assertion to promote their foundation as well as Leanne Tuies' work as an author and a motivational speaker. Yeah, no, they're bad people. I ain't going to lie. If that's true, they're bad people no matter if they help somebody an ounce of the way along the way. Uh, if you're that's not cutting, terrible. If you're not cutting him in on it, I mean, we got major problems. Because yeah. I, I just, I mean, and also for you to also trick him into thinking that he was being adopted when really you were just putting him in a 360 deal. That's like the epitome of evil. Like, that's terrible. They put him in a terrible position and then, I, and then called him their son. Right. And what then, is a terrible position? A terrible position is he literally – because so if he – put it to you like this, Stone. If he doesn't make the NFL on his own talents and on his own ability to go to Ole Miss and shine, if he doesn't make it that far, he gets nothing off the blind side. He gets nothing off the continued work that they're doing, whatever the foundation is. like. And also, he would have to work in good faith with them to get it because – they literally cut him out on everything. He's not even their son, so he won't even get so, the so, so money I would when they argue. Pass. Go ahead, Stone. So it's a terrible let's, position. Let's, let's 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 weigh the odds here. Bring him in any way you can: conservatorship, adoption, or leave him where he was in the situation that he was in. Really, like I mean, we can play all we types of cards. Know. in this Actually, situation. honestly, just don't know what actually, that situation actually was because right. they fabricated the other eighty percent of the story. So I who would, are you believing? I would argue. I would argue. You bringing in a child, tricking him into signing what he believes are adoption papers, you becoming that person's legal guardian, and then you exploit that person, you, in your deep conscience, explain away any guilt that may exist because you keep telling yourself the thing that you keep bringing up, Stone, oh, well, we brought him in. We brought him in. We brought him in. We gave him stability. You trying to explain that away by, oh, we brought him in. While you milk 30, 40, 50, 60, however many millions of dollars off of him, and you're still telling yourself, hey, it's okay. It's okay. We just set our family up because we had the good fortune, and we were the great people, the, the, the knights in shining armor to bring this man in. That's much more disgusting than if they would have just left him and someone else who actually wanted to love him and actually cared for him took over his legal rights and helped guide him. And maybe he never plays football, but at least there's a legitimate loving relationship that exists there. And instead, there's this sham, this sham of, hey, we brought him in. 
We brought him in. And they took him in at 17. Let's, let's stop capping like they raised the dude. I'm like, not. I took him in right before he went off to college. I think it's more disgusting to sit here under the illusion and them acting under the illusion they were doing something uh, for him. They saved his life. And then that makes the millions and millions and millions of dollars they made off of him. That made them feel better about themselves. I don't know why we're speaking in ideals as, as if, you know, and, and again, this is all speculation, but Ken, you're talking about that there were people to actually take him in and love him when if any bit of the blind side was true and Michael Orr hasn't rebutted any of this, that there was nobody to take him in and love him. Yeah. There was nobody left. There was nobody in his life. I, so I did people, not say that there was anybody, but I'm saying you that said there, he could have stayed in God much, by people who loved him. There were none of those people left. They didn't love him. They pimped him. They pimped him up. And, and that's not where I'm arguing because I understand that how, how just disgustingly wrong that it, is. My, argue, my is argument true, stops yeah. when I'm saying at least there was a platform, regardless yeah. of how it was milked down the line. At least he was brought in and, and, and to say that but they should the have kept him and were, let him find some – there was no one left. But from, from the beginning, their whole plan, it, it seems at least, I don't want to say obviously, but if they sign him to a conservatorship before even – instead of doing adopting and making him a part of the family for real – and then immediately lied to us, all of us, and said that they adopted yeah. him, then yeah, it seems like their plans from the beginning wasn't take this young man in and give him a right. chance. It was let's make some yeah. money off the back of this young, naive, and ho- helpless black dude. Why not go through the adoption process? I, why why not do that? Yeah, that's where I need answers. That would require them to include the large black man into their family. Yeah, which they said they did, mm-hmm. which we believe they did. And I think that's my biggest problem with it is like, don't, you know, don't feed me ham and tell me it's bacon. You feel know I me? Mean? I love that. Don't, don't tell me. Don't tell me you adopted this young kid and he's your son and he's part of your family. When really we find out now that he was literally just part of your come up. Yeah. To, to, to bring someone in under false pretenses, and it's great that Michael Orr's story worked out. It did. That he went to Ole Miss. That he went to the NFL. But he was he was brought under their roof under false pretenses and then taken advantage of for generational money. And I think that's even more gross than if the Tuies decided not to take him in. There's no there's there's nothing courageous about this from the Tuies standpoint. Like there's just not because they didn't go the extra step to actually make him part of the family. They brought him in as a money-making machine. They made, they made an That's investment. gross. They, made an, they made an investment off of a human being. And it was a low-risk investment, too, because, again, they, it's not like they brought him in at 10 years old. They brought in this 6'7", 300-pound dude right. at 17 years old, knowing that all they had to do was give him a year, play a year of high school football, and he'd be a college D1 player, and that was a lottery ticket. And it worked out for them. It also worked out for Michael Orr. It worked sense. out for Michael Orr. It did work out for Michael Orr. He's a millionaire, and he, he he's fulfilled his potential to be a football player, if he that's sh- more so what he, he wanted to set out to do. He should have so much more out of this, right? and he was shortchanged. And that- it's not like a, an athlete who makes a bad decision hiring an agent or financial advisor who takes all their money. This man, a minor, was taken advantage of by two grown people. Sorry, like there's no, there's no feel good about this. There's no thank you to be given to this Tui couple. And, and they weren't, and it's not, and again, part of, a bigger part of my problem with all of this is they were so like, they, they lied so heavily about it. They built so much goodwill. They made themselves seem like the white saviors who brought this kid up and wanted the best for him and brought him into their families. And they lied about at least they if, pitched if the movie right, idea. They pitched. They wrote a book, pitched the movie idea, oh, and yeah. started a foundation on the back of Michael Orr being a really good left tackle. And he didn't see anything from it. And he got no money from it. And their kids got money from it. Unright. They wrote into Unright. those contracts for their kids to get bread, 
and royalties off of it. He set but up not their, the guy who the right. movie was centered around. He That's set up crazy. their family. He set up their family unknowingly, unwillingly. He was their cash cow. Now, unwittingly. Now, to not bring up the fact and to just act as if this is not something that happened, but when Mike Lohr is, is 19, when he's 20, when he becomes draft eligible, if you don't think the Tuies are the ones setting him up with financial advisors, right? They are a good How deal. Do you he's know? Getting a, How do you know? How the, do you know? How do you know? That's the argument I'm using against you guys because you guys are saying that he was shortchanged and wasn't given these things. I'm saying, how do you know that he wasn't because set up financially by advisors the- from agents? And, and the Tuies were the ones with the real connections who made him maximize his money. More, my argument to you is how do you know that because these things be- weren't done? Because it only benefited the Tuies. And, and also, That's not true. If no, he was given is. the financial advisement, if he was given the agents, the correct ones, the, with the right connections tied to Ole Miss, that he would have never had without the twoies. I, my argument to you is, how do you know these things weren't done? Because so that's was, not against be, me. Be, the financial advisors they're setting Michael Orr up with is making them money. It's making them money because then they can continue to perpetuate the story and write the book. And if he makes it to the NFL, it further enriches them because they're making the money that he is not getting. He doesn't have a cutoff because they tricked him into signing papers that he thought were adoption papers. That is where it is inherently evil and your argument is the same argument that's made when foster parents, terrible people want to sit there and say, oh, well, I brought this kid under my roof. And this is not all foster parents, but there is too big a population of foster parents, especially down here in South Florida Mm -hmm. and especially in the South who want to say, oh, well, I'm fostering this child. I'm fostering this child. And the living conditions suck and the treatment of the kids suck, and it's further giving them trauma and giving them trauma that they're never going to be able to fight through no matter how much counseling they get in their lives are irrevocably wrecked, but it's okay because the foster parents, they brought them under their roof. Meanwhile, the foster parents, the reason they have so many foster kids, government checks. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's the same thing, higher profile. And with this one, at the at the worst part of it is, again, just all of the goodwill they built up and all of the, like, they became celebrities because of the lie they told us. The part's disgusting. There's, yeah, they, no they made that. money because of the lies they told us, and we bought in on it, and that's why the, the box office movie was box office, and that's why Sandra Bullock won her, you know, Oscar or whatever. She was great she, in that film. She, was. she did win, by the way, in 2005. Yeah. Thank I mean, you to Hollywood reporter Stone Lebanowitz. He has his finger on the pulse <laughs> she as soon as the strike ends. The, the milking is disgusting. And it really, it's the most unsettling thing, and it speaks to a bigger problem, yes. But as, as far as being given the resources and the platform, that stuff is, is, is hard to argue in the two weeks, and it's hard to also say that it wasn't done in good faith, right? Because we don't necessarily know that. No, now, the we making do the know money, that. We, we know it wasn't We, done we know they're making the money they, from the movie and from these and, and the, the contractually, right? How much money they get. That's stuff's motivational wrong. motivational speaker like, tour and yeah. all of our other ventures. This, like, that's stop, not good faith. Stop calling him our adopted son then. That part is also that's very her, her weird. Whole, and we need answers to that. It's but, a lie. That beca- but that became her platform to become who she is. She built her whole, her life obviously wasn't, I mean, I'm sure it was well, but it wasn't doing what she needed it to do. Yeah. Then she found Michael Orr, and then she became the white savior. There was no, there was no the mother. There was no mother son. This was this was business manager. And yes, that's and that's cool. If you if and you frame, kid, if you frame it like that, I'm cool with it. But they didn't. They said that that was their adopted son, and that dude. When when I'm sure when the Tuies pass away, I'm sure he's nowhere to be found in that will. If anything that we're seeing from his report, and again, it's not like this is people just speculating. If Michael, Michael Orr, Orr himself. It's like, yo, I got screwed over. So I think we can at least believe the dude that lived through it. If he says he gets screwed over for the movie and the things that happen along the lines, yes. But if if I I, I not necessarily going to budge, but if Michael Orr doesn't, if Michael Orr comes out and says that they never treated me like a son, then then I'll feel some type of way. Then I'll be like, oh no. But if he says no, I was treated like their son for 
X, Y, and Z amount of years or whatever but it was. It and sounds, it's hard to argue your son some, out of your deals, right. though, because they they treated their two sons like their sons by cutting them in on large portions uh-huh. of the checks. Which I would, be that aspect, bet, sure. I would be willing to bet those birth children have potentially made more money than Michael Orr made in his NFL career. A good chance. The way those percentages I think in, I would say it's almost a 98% certainty plus, that that's the case. Plus, they almost have rights reckless. to their parents' money when their parents go away. That's not, not to, reckless. Not get, Do you know how much he made in his – he, he was a, 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 a tackle, okay? He, he was a tackle in the NFL. Let's look at his career earnings here real quick. Michael or contracts. And we're going okay. to then then find the career earnings from the son, what he made off the blindside movie. Michael or Michael. For the rich investors and the generation wealth they already I have. I think it's the extremely easy to probably ballpark what they would have made off of a $300 million yeah. grossing movie. I think they already had it. I think the Tui's probably already had it in the, in the way they lived their life if that was portrayed in the correct way. They already had generational wealth. They had all these things. So, so that makes this even me. worse. They did say that This they makes this even this worse. They had generational wealth, and, and they were able to provide Michael Orr with the platform to then give himself generational wealth and make millions of dollars in the National Football League. $13 million. Do- is that? I, I mean, mm, well, uh, I'd have to. I mean, we're talking generational wealth. Like, I don't know, $13 million. And then the $13 million based on in the NFL, after taxes, yeah, after all say. these things. Like, what are we Woo! What are we really talking about Woo! here? Invest your $13 million properly, right? Surround yourself with the right people. It can turn into generational wealth. It's uh, $13 million. Do you, do, do you know where that money is gone? Do I have you know no where? idea, but it's the $13 million. I would, I would suspect, still, you know, you handle it properly. You're still, you're still, it seems like you're still also accrediting this $13 million to the Tui's. Right. Absolutely not, because we did say when that leash was let off, or however it was when they sent him off to Ole Miss, then therefore yeah, Michael like, Orr then Michael Orr controls ninety eight. Damn right, he went and got that. That's all. I'm, I just that's I think the part of the problem. Like I don't. And it, the Tuies aren't responsible for the money it. he made in football. Jimmy Sexton is not the Tuies. Yeah, the Tuies got him to Ole Miss. The Tuies helped him get to Ole Miss, which I'm sure I've seen a, players. Are, Hugh Freeze helped get him into the NFL. Yes, they're gonna find. Yes. You. yes. Absolutely he did. Another, another great man here. In this <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shocking Hugh Freeze finds himself in this. There's a further conversation to be had with Hugh Freeze and all of this, too. I'm sure he comes up. Do, here, let's do this. Do, do Michael Orr's fake adopted parents, how much credit do they deserve for Michael Orr's success? I, I think this is a legitimate conversation. Yeah. This is a legitimate conversation because Stone's definition of parenting is, hey, he slept in a bed and he had a roof over him. That's what I'm gathering from Stone. To each their own. Okay. Oh, boy. Life uh, happens a lot of different ways. And I, I honestly, I oh can boy, confidently say I've been a part good. of, and I can, uh, again, confidently say I've been a part of more situations along these lines and seeing this and, and, and living with these people and, and being, you know, teammates and friends of all this about 20 times that, that you have. So I know what, what, what this looks like and how this is played out sometimes other than I've been surrounded by it and Theo has been surrounded by it too. So, so you're advocating, own. hey, in your world, no, I'm not. as long as these kids have a bed and a roof over their head, if they have talent, then the people that sign a legal document that takes all their legal rights away from them, it's okay because they got a bed and they got a roof. That's what you're advocating sometimes for. Sometimes a roof and a bed is better than the sidewalk and, and, and the food shelter. I mean, sometimes it just is, right? Sometimes it just is. Oh my God, this is so... A roof and a bed is going to be better than the sidewalk, yes. Oh. A roof Roof in a bed is but better than bar, a sidewalk, right? Who knows? The bar is low when you're getting screwed over by the hey, people that are... The bar may be low. Kids, your, kids your just know, if you ever find yourself in that position, just know that here on ESPN 106.3, there's someone who says, hey, as long as you have a bed and a roof, it's okay if someone milks millions off What of if you. it was enough for him at the time? Michael Orr, right? We, we don't know. Like, we're, we're not to say what was better for his life. It right. It does not... It's more evil screwed. to take this person in and make him your property. They basically made him their property. 
They made him their property. Let's put it in the simplest terms. Tui's made this man their property. It's not simple. It's hard to argue against because of the fact that they didn't, they told us that he was their son and they treated him like a client at best. The, I mean, the adoption, it's scary to, 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 to tell the public for, what, two decades now that he was adopted. It. It, it's one of the most diabolical things you could possibly do. And to do. be withholding all kinds of revenue, royalty, and bread from it's him. It's gross. But still doing book tours and motivational speeches about how you went in there and you saved him right on out the hood and got him to college and got him to the pros and put millions in his pocket, all the while cutting him out. On the actual millions. What did you say? You. The movie was two thousand five. Uh, uh, okay, so just she double won, check on that because I. Won, uh, I keep seeing a bunch of different. Two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Okay. Two thousand nine. She received the Academy Award for Best Actress. God. And geez. the Golden Globe Award for was, Best Actress in a Motion Picture. Yeah, it was nine. Yeah. years ago. Like, how long were they going to go on with this? Well, I suppose until Michael Lord decided to like fight back legally. Uh, do the two? All right. No, but I, I see what Stone is saying. I'm just curious. Like, do we? Do the Tuies deserve credit, any semblance of credit for Michael Orr? Do they deserve any semblance of credit for Michael Orr? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and on Twitter, at KLV1063, 888-760-3776. Do they deserve any credit for Michael Orr? Because it seems like this whole blindside story was a complete lie. Do the Tuies deserve any credit for for Michael Orr. Like they did. It is It is not to be questioned. Stone is right. They put him in, in a house. And they gave him a much more conducive life situation. My argument is it's inherently more evil to do that than to potentially have Michael Orr, while he has to suffer, find someone that actually loves him. To our indication is there's no love other than the fact that he became a cash cow and property of yeah. the Tuies here. I think that's more inherently evil than than the alternative. And also, Britney Spears' parents, I thought we all agreed that her parents were evil. Yeah. I thought that was like but a But they actually birthed her thing. and raised her. Right. Like, they have more of a right to be doing something like that to Britney Spears than this random family would be doing to Michael Orr. I and was going to... I was... You You took the words right out of my mouth. If we hate the Spears family and my, Britney Spears' dad... Yeah. He's done more for for Britney Spears than the two he's did for Michael Orr. A, a ton more. Raised her from a, a, a baby. Yeah. Uh, so, did the Tuies did the Tuies deserve any sort of do they deserve any sort of of credit for 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 Michael Orr? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. We get to your calls after this. He's Theodore CW PTV News Channel Five WFLX Fox Twenty Nine. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN One Hundred Six Three. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. So that Stone, who's mad at me right now, doesn't be more mad at me. I said $13 million. That was his opening contract. He made in the ballpark, and I can't do the exact math because I'm very lazy, like $34 million. Michael Orr. Michael Orr. So, yes, I get on you for making up arbitrary numbers. $13 $13 million for Michael Orr was his opening contract. I can't do math, and so I took the time to do the math. $34 million in his career. That is generational money Michael Orr made. Michael Orr, if you're just joining us, we spent the past half hour. Michael Orr, his entire story, the blind side, is a lie. According to him, yeah. 
He has filed a petition in, in court that he was tricked into signing a document that he thought was adoption papers that was actually a conservatorship for the two parents, the Tuies, that were shown to be heroes in the blind side, the 2000, 2009, right? 2009 film. 2009 film starring Sandra Bullock. Uh, but that all of this was a lie, and he was never cut in on any earnings from the box office and subsequent business deals that were made off of that. Uh, and uh, he just found that out, apparently. The ESPN.com story says that his lawyer just found out that he actually wasn't adopted, that it was a conservatorship. And so he spent the last however many years thinking he was still adopted and being led on as if he was in on these business deals. Yeah. Now, there's been a rift between him and this adopted family for quite some time, apparently, as well. It says it, it started when the movie came out. He didn't like how he was portrayed as stupid, even though he was like a smart student. Mm-hmm. He didn't like the way it portrayed him as a football player. And then also, once he found out he was the only one not getting royalty checks from the movie, he became even more suspicious. Yeah. And, and the so, last straw was, been, was him finding out he wasn't adopted. The birth children of this couple have been receiving royalties from at least the box office deal from Hollywood. And refresh my memory, he was he he was known, right? Like he was a known high school football player before the Tuies came into his life. One of the top national high school offensive linemen prospects okay. before he became, yeah. So he could have conceivably football. still gone to Ole Miss or gone to a school without the Tuies coming into the picture. Yes. He, he was, was bouncing around between homes, though, before that, like friends... Homes, right? Friends and teammates' homes, according to the article, and even according to, uh, I believe they portrayed that in the movie as well. Okay. It was couch to couch with it. So, what we've been discussing is whether or not the Tuies deserve any credit. Because you could make the argument that if it weren't for the Tuies, he doesn't have the reach with the college coaches, the opportunity to go to Ole Miss, all that stuff. I just think it's inherently evil. They they basically made him, the Tuies, a, according, and again, this is according to Michael Orr, a, a, not even a business partner, because it wasn't a partner. He was a cash cow. He was a cash cow. They used him. It, it, there was no... They weren't They weren't actually adopted parents. They they, they made him property. Do the Tuies deserve any credit for what Michael Orr became? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Are you that mad at me? Are you... Are, you, are we okay? Absolutely. Absolutely not, Matt. I, okay. I, 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 <laughs> I just want to make sure. I wouldn't have expected you to stand any other way okay. when it comes okay. to this, and I don't think okay. you would expect me to stand no. any other way. Yeah. No, I, think, I like. I just. I like. I, I don't want. I don't want us to be mad. No, I think this our sides. Is a good conversation. I think our sides make sense, and it was it's yeah. almost predictable. Okay. Okay. I just want to make sure. I love you in that bald head, uh, Luis in Port St. Lucie on Ken Levick alive. Luis, are the the Tuies, Should they deserve any modicum of credit for Michael Orr? Are you speaking to Lee or Louise? Oh, Lee. Lee. Sorry, Lee. Oh, okay. That's okay. That's okay, my man. I wanted to make sure I was someone else. Hey, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Now, hey, uh, real quick, I understand. Now, you just spoke about some new information before I prior to me calling that makes a difference in how I think. Because based on the comments I was going to make was just based off the movie. Uh, you guys, I was going to say that you guys are all correct in some sort of mm-hmm. way. But after hearing what you just said, where this kid absolutely was a good ball player, uh, yeah, that was a cash cow, Bell. No yeah. matter what nobody said. Now, I will say this. They saw something in this guy that this guy can get somewhere. 
but they wanted to get in on it, so they helped him out. Yeah, he may have not had stability for his where he was going to be each day and this kind of thing, and when they took him in, he did. So they did help him, okay? But the big, I think everything really generated around him. He was the guy that got everything rolling, and he would have done that, maybe not to the extent, but he would have done that on his own based on his ability from what I'm hearing. I appreciate it, Lee. Yeah, it, it... If you're already getting scholarship offers and you're one of the top prospects in the nation, it's safe to say you were going to make it to college. And he was a two-time All-American once he got to college. I'm questioning uh, the timeline on what kind of ball player he was before he came into his life. I'm really questioning I'm sure he was a good ball player. I can can read off verbatim from this ESPN article. Okay. He began playing football for his new school in 11th grade in Uh Memphis quickly establishing himself as one of the nation's top offensive linemen and college scholarships offers poured in from big-time football programs across the country. It goes on to explain his living situation being unstable and then the Tui's inviting him in to uh, stay with them for good. Because that was nowhere in the movie. Of course it wasn't. As, as far as, <laughs> as, and and that, that speaks to Michael talking about his how they portrayed his ability to play football. Like he was That's why scrub. Michael Orr was like, dude, what the hell? Y'all, yeah. y'all acted like I was dumb and a bad football player. According to this article, Michael Orr was like an A's and B student. So this is where the holification of this, Hollywoodification of this yes. entire thing makes it entirely confusing and convoluted. Sells better. Uh, Kevin in West Palm on Ken LeVick Alive. What's up, Kev? Hey, guys, how you doing? Good. Real quick, I got a couple points on this whole situation. The first thing is that if if they lie to him at any point in time during their relationship, then it, it is a false pretense. The second thing, he played every down of those football games, and he earned everything that he got. The story that he got, they just piggybacked off of it. Mm-hmm. They've seen the talent, and it's just like college. The, the kids get scholarships because of their talent. They did the same thing. Now, Figure out how you know how they did it within that. No credit to them though. Okay, and appreciate the call, uh, Stone. Where else are we going? Oh, Ty- Tyler, Tyler and Stewart. Okay, Tyler and Stewart is on ESPN 106.3. What's up, Tyler? How's it going, guys? Good. All right, I'm going to say I, I don't. I, I do think it's sick, you know, that they fake the adoption papers and all that. But I, I do. You know, I do agree to a point where I don't think he would be in that same spot without them. I don't necessarily think, I don't know, I, I guess you could, it goes both ways, but I think uh, we don't really know. Are, are we sure how good of a football player he was at that point in time? I mean, he was nationally, he was a nationally he had, he had scholarship lineman. offers, so that's All the only right, I, I guess, right. Right. I guess, I don't know. I guess you can go both ways there, but I don't think they deserve credit. But without without them, I don't know uh, where he'd be at right now, I guess you could say. I think that the, and appreciate the call, maybe they brought some sort of normalcy and consistency to the recruiting process. Yeah. They could where coaches it. can contact them because I don't know who is looking out for him from a recruiting standpoint before then. Was it, I, I suppose it's probably coach. just the high school coach, yeah. right? Sure. And was it just Akron or Bowling Green? I mean, right? but was, also, it, was it SEC standard? Was so, it like? But why would the Chewies so, be involved in the SEC getting involved? He's, 
He's yeah, I mean, boosters to old, old mess. But like, let, they're ties. We can collectively agree that it doesn't take much to look at Michael Orr <laughs> and be like, oh, I think this guy might be something special. For, he might be able to make it to the NFL. For sure. And the Tories weren't out here freaking grabbing Kyler Murray off the streets and then he becomes this prolific player. Like, Michael Orr was already Michael Orr. I, I definitely think, as far as what kind of ball player he was before they scooped him up, should be like, we shouldn't just go based off of the ESPN article and say he had scholarship offers. Like, it's easy to do that. We don't know what kind of ball player he was. We don't know. Of, you know, they picked, grabbed them, the trainer, grabbed them, all the resources, the diet. Like, we don't know but if he was SEC know, bound, which is NFL bound from day one. We don't know seven, that. A 300 pound of course. Uh, high school football player is going to get D1 offers in his 11th grade year if he's playing football for this. Like, you know that. You played, you know, you and know. I, I do, but. He had and, offers and, before they. But NFL is like a whole nother, like, he, they discussion. Didn't, they didn't coach him at Ole Miss. He, he was a two-time All-American on his own volition. That, that's where I think we do need to just kind of keep the, okay. the hands up. And, like, we don't know what kind of ball player he was, but he had offers, right? It's easy. They got him. Okay, yeah. And it's it, it, what's going to be really convenient for the Tuies is they're going to hire a bunch of high-priced lawyers off of Michael Orr's back. Good times. Good times for them. <laughs> Bobby in Boca on ESPN 106.3. Hey, Bobby. <laughs> what's up, Kenny? What's going on, guys? What up? Well, you know what? i got to be honest with you guys. I see Stone's point, and I do see your, your point, Ken. Um, I'm 65 years old. I have five daughters and one son, okay? I, mm-hmm. My older daughters were all cheerleaders back. They're in their 30s now, and they were all cheerleaders back in the day. Boca Jets, Delray Rocks, all that stuff. Sure. I got involved. I've helped kids tremendously. I've had four that I mentored go off to the NFL. Um, I helped them through high school. I got them help them with recruiting. Um, but you've got to see the skill first. If you see that, I mean, unless this kid, if he was emanating, did he have two left feet? Didn't he have two left feet when they first started? I mean, he didn't even know what he was doing, did he? I don't know. That's what they portrayed in the movie. That's what they portrayed in the movie. They made him seem like sort of a bumbling dope in the movie. Yeah. In the movie, he was portrayed as not having the the desire or the the attitude, and then so they said, pretend it's like that little brother getting beat up, and then that's how he reacted and started dominating. You do know how movies work. Yeah, I know, I know, Theo. But I just, I'm just, I'm just giving them the benefit of the doubt. Um, I never got paid for the kids. Like, I mean, like, I have some lifelong, very less fortunate um, black families that are very, 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 very. They love me. I mean, I never, I wasn't God. I just recognized ability, and I was able to help kids. I was All buying right. them cleats. I was up. buying them gear. Yeah. I was buying them helmets. I was buying them shoulder pads. I mean, I was doing all that for them. I'm not saying I never took credit for it. Thank you, Bobby. I, here's the thing. We just have a break. I don't want, I didn't mean we okay. do have a break. Rude. All right. Well, yeah. Okay. okay. I'm good. I'm good. All right. It's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. They have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't bought off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho today. For more information, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement.
replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptishealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptishealth.net slash ortho. Hey, over the weekend, someone uh, someone that, that I know real well was having AC problems, air conditioning problems. This is the worst. I mean, this is the worst time of year always, but especially now with record heat every single day. If you have an AC issue, make it EDS. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com They're a train comfort specialist. That means it's hard to stop a train. That means they're using the best equipment, especially after hours. What you do, go online. EDSairconditioning.com. I'm telling you, this is, all this stuff happens in the most inconvenient time frame imaginable. Theo went through it. After hours, if you have a problem, EDSairconditioning.com. Go online, go on your phone, go on your laptop. EDSairconditioning.com. They will come up, provide you service, and make appointment schedules around your time. EDS is yes. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. So obviously, we didn't get to Dog Bleep Monday. We'll do a Dog Bleep Tuesday tomorrow with these same three back here. Um, This Michael Orr thing, there's still so many more questions, and we could do two more hours. We'll probably pick up with it tomorrow. All I'll say is that, according to Darren Ravel, the kids, the birth kids of this Tua family, Tui family, made $4.6 million off of the movie. Mm -hmm. Michael Orr, zip. Okay? That's Theo Dorsey. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Bye-bye.